Welcome to Forever Exile, the Path of Exile podcast. I'm Justin, aka Tags. And I'm Tyler, Wrecker of Days. This is episode 97 of said podcast. What's this? Is this a number? Is there anything special to this? I'm sure there's a modern day player, but no Canucks, no Tyler. So oh, so we don't care. 97. It's a wash. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Big shout out to our patrons. New patron this week, Karth. Thank you so much for joining the crew. For everybody else for your support, you guys are awesome. If you're curious what our Patreon is, you can find information down below or on our website. It gets you access to After Dark, which is our podcast after the podcast, where we just talk about more stuff. And you get a card with a sticker. They're uh-huh. coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did you? Yes. Uh-huh. All right. They're all Thanks. gone. Good. Anyway, uh, thank you guys for supporting the podcast. You're awesome. Let's uh, let's do our favorite part. How was your week, Ty? <laughs> That's right. That's right. I had a good week, man. It's nice to see you, by the way. It's been uh, been a busy week for me. You? Uh, yes, very, very busy, but good. It's weird. We're in the middle of like a freaking apocalypse right now. <laughs> well, so. yeah, no kidding, right? We have COVID, but in our part of the world, I mean, it's the West Coast of North America, but we always have to deal with um, forest fires on a regular basis. Massive ones. The fallout take... of them is typically what we get to deal with, too. Right, yeah. We, we're we're not the ones that are in danger of getting burned out, but we live in the south of BC, and all the fires from the northern part of the province just all that And smoke eastern just... and southern, like literally <laughs> everywhere, just like sends their smoke here. Right, it just congregates. And so the poor kids this this summer, right? I mean, they're they're getting out of kindergarten, they're getting out of grade two, and they just love each other. They get along so well, and they want to play outside all the time. They're just, they are outdoor kids, but we had the heat warnings where we were in the low 40s for Celsius for a couple of weeks, which or for one week, which was nuts. But then all of a sudden, you know, like the two weeks after that, it's 37 degrees, which normally we would be like babies about. Now we're like, huh, 37 degrees. No big deal. let's go who needs air conditioning right um but then you know then the forest fires start and so now it's just been smoke and the air quality warnings are as severe as they can get the bar can't get any higher so did you go outside today so we're recording quite early for a normal episode for us there's actual ash in the air it's the first time i've seen like actual ash floating around my wife messaged me this morning and uh every time i get a message from her while i'm still asleep because she goes to work while I'm still asleep. And I'm like, oh, no, she's dead. And uh, But I get, and it was just because there was ash on the car. The last time mm-hmm. there was ash on my family's car was when Mount St. Helens blew up. And my parents, who lived in our province, got ash on their car from the Mount St. Helens explosion. We haven't had ash in our car in no, like Very decades. fine, but it's weird, really weird to have like ash floating around you. And yesterday, it was windy, which is really, I know that sounds dumb to be like, well, it's just wind, but no. It's wind in the middle of like smoke and yeah. fire looking like stuff. And it was, I was like, oh, this is it. This is it. We're done. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and normally we pray for wind, but it's just so, it just stayed. It's it, like, it's made it worse instead of blowing it out to sea. So anyway, the poor kids, we're in the middle of August. It's uh, today uh, for recording. It's August 13th and the kids have barely been outside. Yeah, it's true. It's crazy. So anyway, it's been good. But uh, on Saturday, we went to a friend's house that we hadn't seen since long before COVID started. They've been waiting cool, um, for us all to be comfortable with it. And their kids are a year younger than their two kids are a year younger than each of my kids. And so we went over into uh, another town to go visit them. And it was awesome. But, you know, it's kind of funny. I think I talked about this with you in another episode. I'm just Tyler and you're just Justin to these kids. Yeah. 
like I when I was growing up, I called your parents Mr. and Mrs. Sure. Right. You called my parents. There's the no way, way you mm -hmm. were calling them by their Otherwise first you got name. Boxed in the back of the head if you said somebody by <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> It was like it was the rudest thing in the world. That was like yeah, yeah. two, three decades ago. And so anyway, like it's just weird, you know. And then all of a sudden I remember when we had kids, obviously I'm out of the kid loop for a while. And then I come back into it once we have kids. And then people are like, Oh, well, you can call me Miss Miss Kimberly, or you can call me Mr. Mr. Kyle. And I'm like, ah, oh, it's so lame. Where's the last name? Make it stick. And so anyway, I go over and we're hanging out and like, oh, no, you can. And then I just refer to them by their first name mm -hmm. the whole time to my kids. I'm not even thinking about it. And then their kids call me Tyler. And I'm like, this sucks. I want I want to be a mister. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, and then that night, busy day, we had people come over for that first hangout of the month. Thanks yeah, for coming, by the way. That was really nice of you <laughs> to going show to, up but... to hang out with your friends. I know, but you were you were doing important things. Um, but it was the first social gathering that i've had or been to right. since before covid and for i mean we have international listeners so just as a heads up people just a reminder like our province has our our area has a pretty decent control over things and uh i mean obviously covid's still around but with the restrictions that we have we're not going out of the way we're not being apathetic and so uh not pushing any lines any health lines with where we are and our part of the world it's it's okay to do that now and uh it was really cool three people showed up so my wife and three of our friends my sister and uh it was it was a lot of fun to hang out obviously we barely played anything we, we just talked everybody talked, just talked, talked sure talked. yeah 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 and crazy like it was crazy that's like saturday and then sunday we go over to my mom's house and my family's always really been into murder mysteries so my kids who are six and eight watched hercule poirot all Sunday afternoon with my sister and they're like seeing like knives sticking out of people and they're like really fake 1980s acting dead faces and stuff and my kids are just like blown away so they they go to bed that night like dreaming about murder mysteries it was awesome but thank you patreons I have a very big thank you this week you upgraded my motherboard my processor and my ram and I had an astonishing path of exile week on pc this week thanks to you so thank you very very much justin figured it all out ordered it set it up and it was awesome so much better hey yeah and we're gonna get into treating other people nicely and kindly and thinking about other people but i wanted to throw this in before you tell me about how your week went um because it's important for friends to cut each other down but oliver um told me this week he's my son six-year-old he uh, he's like, it's really cool that you're friends with Justin because he's so much older than you. And then he went on to explain, like, because of like all the white hair you have, he's just assumes silver. like you're silver. <laughs> you sound like my wife. We have a gray car, and she's like, it's silver. It's silver. silver. So anyway, she's not um, wrong. Oliver thinks it's really cool that you're friends with someone that's so much younger than you. Maybe he just thinks very little of you. He's like, oh, Dad, come on, you're kind of just. <laughs> <laughs> well, he actually said that if we were to ever make a treehouse, he would want it to be as spacious as my belly. So <laughs> that's awesome. So yeah, the 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 fun condescending jokes from kids goes two ways. But anyway, that was yeah. Thanks for listening. I had a great week though. It was a lot of fun. It was weird to socialize. It's weird to be inside when it's summertime. But you know, tell me about your week. Did you have a week that you? Yeah, we had uh, we had family and friends over on Saturday. That's why I couldn't make it to your place for my daughter's birthday. Sure. Yeah, family before friends. Great. Right, and then it was just work. My kids are finally 
not in my face for the whole week while I can work and get stuff done, which was great. They've been all over the place though, hanging out with uh, mm. their grandma on my wife's side. And uh, yeah, no, it's been, it's been good. It's been busy, really, really busy, which is awesome. Yeah, that's, that's the way you like it. I do. I like to be busy. And then lots of, there was actually a lot of POE this week, which we've got lots to talk about, but my week was mostly work and there was a lot of, I don't know what you would call it. There was a lot of contemplating this week for me with regards to Path of Exile and video games in general. You know, There's a lot of yeah. stuff going on. So we're going to talk about it, but it was a weird week for me when it comes to, I don't know, just like my own thoughts around video games and Path of Exile and yeah. just, I don't know. It was, it was, it was a fun, I did have a really good week though. Besides this weather, this weather can actually go to hell because I'm annoyed with it. It kind of feels like we're breathing yeah, in sulfur. It's gross. We're living in it's so gross. H-E double hockey sticks. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I want to see the sky. I would like to see mountains. I can't see mountains. It's weird. It's freaky. It's like I'm in Saskatchewan. It's awful. <laughs> <laughs> Experience Regina. Yeah, we, exactly. Oh, man, that was hilarious from the Jay and Dan podcast. I don't know if you ever heard that song, but no, it was, it was hilarious. But yeah, I, it's weird. Like I went out to go grab my garbage cans the other day just after what day was it? What week was it this week? We live like four blocks away from each other, three blocks away, but it's different, different schedules and postal codes and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, whatever it was, I went out to get it, came back and my health is already bad enough, but I was out of breath. Just going to the edge of my driveway and back, I was out of breath and I was coughing like I just started smoking. I was actually a little worried and hopefully it's not going to be too bad. I won't know till I'm editing this, but my, I was worried that my throat wouldn't keep up with even talking through our podcast because it's just i've been outside quite a bit yeah i guess uh and so the benefit is at least with ac in the house i i literally have it running all the time to try and keep the inside of the house not get gross if somebody that opens a window degrees. i'm like i will murder you close that window so yeah at 18 degrees 18 and a half sweet let's get into well uh, let's talk about a poe week we we yeah. have a lot to talk about obviously regarding poe and gg but let's talk personally wise you know, with your own POE week, where, what was yours well, like? I'm kind of excited to talk about it because I had a really busy week, so I could only log in once this week to play POE. Um, that was Monday night when we were hanging out. It was amazing. Like when you came over, you built, you um, put all those parts, rebuilt my computer on Sunday, Monday, Monday, no, Monday, Monday afternoon, Monday afternoon. And then we were playing oh, <laughs> stupid phone. Maybe you can take it out. Don't take it out. It's fine. But I forgot to put my phone on D&D. Sorry about that, man. Rude. D&D for two hours. Go ahead. Anyway, um, it was... Uh, <laughs> and if you hear my kids, my apologies. I didn't put on a movie for them. We're doing another midday recording, folks. And I'm yeah, like, no, 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 it's like too much TV. Mid-morning. We've never done one this early. Yeah, it's awesome. We're aiming to be done by lunchtime so my kids don't hate me. But anyway, they're playing upstairs. They're doing their best to be quiet. So my apologies hear them. if you can hear them. Good. Well, yeah, we're 15 minutes in. Just wait. Just wait. <laughs> we got a lot to talk about. We'll be here for a bit. But anyway, thanks for the new computer, Justin and patrons, because it's awesome. Like night and day. It's yeah, it's amazing. And so Justin and I, of course, like we did some of the testing. We brought up, you know, made sure that I was broadcasting to eat up a little bit more of the the system. And we I mean, we did all the little things, but it was the little things that made me Yay! you know because for example when you would click on a legion just the action of loading a legion encounter in a map was like okay you know what just tell me how it goes mm -hmm. i'll be there in a bit it didn't i, I 
it was great. It just loaded like normal. There was no glitches. There was no hesitancy. Blight encounters. I lived. Right. Yeah. That was I remember great. multiple times as we're playing being like, how is it? Is it dropping? <laughs> yeah, I know. It used to <laughs> like be like, Ty, asking. there's a boss. Go back to the front. <laughs> Ty, there's a boss. You know, because and so, yeah, it was, it was just really nice to play on a system that actually loaded the game. It didn't take me half an hour to get into Oriath with all those MTX waiting for me from other people. Yep. It was it was awesome. And not a criticism. Like uh, we ended up discovering through all of my complaints. Yeah, I met the bare minimum before and my uh, of the PC requirements. And my, my computer definitely shouldn't be at that bare minimum. You know what I mean? Like the suggestion for bare minimum should have been a lot higher. But now that I have something, oh, it's so good. I'm That's just awesome. so thankful. So it's really, really nice. And but it's actually worse because now Justin doesn't wait for me. He just assumes <laughs> I'm in the game. You're faster, loaded. Let's so go. We're both loading the maps. He's not taking a consider. I might have taken a drink of water or something. He's just no, he's loading in just as fast as me. Boom. And he's gone. And so expedition's been glorious for our co-op because as soon as i see an expedition (laughs) i just run to it i just run to the detonator and then i can do my inventory (laughs) i can pick up some scrolls of wisdom and then justin's doing all the clicking we're always playing in his world and so i can like figure out my stuff i can even id some of my items right so there right and then look at uh, hey i'm way faster between maps now thanks to expedition right so see see it all adds up and a really neat thing, this is kind of on a side note, but I've been noticing stacks, which is nice. Like, sure, things are dropping like three alterations. It's not they're not accumulating the alterations that dropped individually into a stack. But it is cool that all of a sudden the games, they've decided to start rolling. Oh, hey, you know what? A random stack of three alts can drop. I see. I mean, people on our discord are getting exalts, but there and what it is, is it's when you when you roll in expedition that either the mobs or the chests can drop additional currency those are the ones that will drop as stacked versions of them which you're right Right, right, it is nice it's just it we're we're just not quite where we should be so it's fine it's at least something and chris as part of his uh the inquisition that the community provided for for him was he he touched on that along with almost everything else in the game that people which we're going to talk of. about too. So um, but so but anyway, I want just to acknowledge that I see it and I appreciate it. And so that was really neat. And I also thought, Justin, it was really nice because we were actually playing co-op. I wasn't just playing catch up slideshow mm-hmm. and enjoying hanging out with you. Sure. I was actually playing co-op and hanging out. So it was really nice. So the last thing I want to point out, there's a lot of other cool things, but. We don't want this to be a three-hour episode. Uh, I loved that even though I hadn't done... I'd done maybe five white maps on my own when I'm not playing with you. Everything else has been with you. I loved that I could still earn my Maven stuff. Right. Yeah, right? Like cool. I could, for the most part, progress Maven, keep, keep that stuff going up, and it was irrelevant to how my influence was going in my maps. Which was great. And sure, that might be changing in 3.16 or 17, but that was awesome that I could progress that, get the invitations, keep progressing those progress bars. Really enjoyed that aspect. I felt like it. there wasn't a consequence to me being in your world because I'm the boss lover. I love, well, I mean, we both are, but the fact that I'm not getting screwed out of like a multi-boss boss fight, those Maven invitations was, was really nice. But moving on to you... Uh, I hear you really like the channel map. I like the channel map, just I can't run it with you. 
<laughs> I the way I run the channel map is way better than you. You know what? I'll bet you if you were to time yourself way two, faster than you. Two white maps. Two white maps. Guaranteed. Do it your way. Do it my way. Yours and is I'll awful. bet you'll get the exact same time. Awful. No. I know you anyway. Won't. Uh I hear you set it up as a favorite. No, I just I didn't realize <laughs> that was so funny. We're playing and we're running, I don't even know. It was like higher white maps or low yellow. Yeah, he was maps. doing low remember. tier maps for me. Right. But I didn't realize that the way I had socketed my map, my Atlas uh, watchstones, that the only T4 that I actually had showing for some reason was channel. And we did a map where there were like eight or nine channels dropping. And both of us were like, what the heck? And it's literally the worst map for Tyler and I to run together in the whole game. It's the friendship ruiner. Like, it destroys yeah. our, our, we, we do just, hate each other. It's the only one we fully disagree with the fastest way to run it to the point where every time we load into one, every time, no matter what, it's like, oh, great. Here we go. The <laughs> yeah, very first yeah. turn, it's like, nah, nah, nah. one of us is <laughs> so, barking at well, the other let's, one. Let's explain. Like, I'm a right wall hugger when I, when I do my maps. I like the simplicity of hugging the right wall. So something like race chorus is perfect. You hug the right wall. Go in as the door. As soon as you hit the door, you go in the door. You hug the right wall, boss. Then you come back out, hug the right wall. You finish that second yep. track, door, hug the right wall. Yep. And you're done. You've cleared the whole map. It makes sense in that one. And even something like Jungle Valley, I think it is. It's essentially a big oh, oval with work. trees in the middle. Zig and then zag. the boss. So you can hug the right. You can hug the right. Do the boss. Come all the way down. Hug the right. And then you can go up the middle. Like even something like that is decent. So for me, though, with channel, I hug the right. Right, and which is so weird. There's a lot of backtracking in that map, no matter which way yeah, it's true. you decide no to what. do it. Mm -hmm. But Justin can't I do handle them in strips. how... Right, Justin goes back and forth. Not, it's not really back and forth. I'll go... As soon as you come into channel, I'll run straight up, turn left at the stairs, come back down and just quickly kill that little bit so I never have to come back to the beginning because yours in the end, you come all the way back to the very beginning part. Actually, I started doing that first strip. Right. And then okay. I saved the yourself right. a little bit. So you I, believe me I a cheat. little bit. Right. Yeah. Anyway, I just have a different way of doing it, but it is literally the worst that I guess it's waterways, right? It's the same map, but those, yeah. that map for us is not, it's the Every worst time we complain map. to each other. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's true. So anyway, keep talking about your day, your, your, your thing. Oh, I didn't even tell people what I'm playing. I'm playing the summon Reaper and I like it. Still With like skeletons. It? Yes, I am. I didn't invest in any minion health or anything like, or I spec'd out of it. Um, I'm just doing pure offense for minion nodes and I have the rest is just either keystones or life for myself. And so I think I'll be about 245% life if I play enough and it's, it's easy gearing, right? It's a minion build and I'm using the skeletons to hopefully be consumed by the Reaper. It's good. I'm enjoying it. And I did find the uh, six link that works well for me. And uh, the cast and damage taken setup, I have two low level cast and damage takens that unfortunately go off all the time and are always eating my mana. So I can't summon my Reaper all the time when I want to. So I've tried leveling them up to about a uh, 1000 damage threshold to see if that changes. I always want bone offering to be going off automatically. So I might keep that at level one in retrospect. But then there's another defensive one that gives me withering step and purifying flame. Not sure what to do there because I'm finding builds with whether it's both at level 20, both at level one builds with two cast and damage taken four links that don't have mana. So yeah. not sure what to do there. But outside of that, I'm surviving totally fine and the damage I'm content with. And so it's good. So anyway, my apologies that I just forgot to actually say what I'm playing. 
Go. Uh, so POE for me this week was great. I'm playing. Oh, I was. I am playing Ice Trap, and it's been fine. I was progressing the Atlas. I wanted to at least get through Cyrus and start. You know, I hate Cyrus to death. It's the worst fight for me. It's just not fun. I don't enjoy it. I don't even care if I drop it down to Awaken or Zero. It's just not. It's not an enjoyable fight for me. I can't stand the stupid circles he puts on the ground that you got to sit or wait for and then try and like move back towards him, but wait for the dumb circle to start moving so that you can actually fight him. I much prefer him just randomly showing up in maps. That is like cool. Like the one superpower that he does and then there's one or two. Guys what do they call them? He does Invaders? one thing. Influenced or something. No, they're... Or something. He, he, he adds a modifier to the to the existing rares, but... I, I like that, but I can't I can't stand the fight. I one of the best things ever that they did is made it so that you don't he doesn't change anything to progress. So I just got pissed off with his fight and I was like, eh, screw it. I'm just going to kill all these portals and just keep going on because it's not fun. I just don't yeah. have I realized that I just really don't have fun. And then I actually get angry and then I'm like, what the fuck? Why am I playing this game if I'm now mad right, right, right. at a dumb boss, which I don't need to do. And that wasn't even the purpose. I'm literally just, I just want the watchstone so that I can build out my Atlas and do all the other stuff. That was the focus. It's not to fight Cyrus. So thankfully they at least let you. I do really you know, like that. You're, yep. you're not gated behind Cyrus. Right. Yeah. Unless you want the cool, what is it? The beach? I haven't killed him before. Yeah, if you want to go to the. If you yeah, want to get out of Oriath, and mm -hmm. then there's obviously a couple specific drops, but even the Awakened Gems can drop it from can drop Conquest. From the, Less yep. percentage as far as sure. I can tell, but... I'm fine with that. I would literally rather just save up currency and go buy one. Because it's just, I just don't, it's not fun. Now, Ice Trap has been relatively good. You definitely feel it now as you get into like tier 16s consistently. It's strong. It's just, it's t a little bit tougher. Like the end okay. game is a little bit tougher, which I'm okay with. Uh, so that was a lot of fun. I played that quite a bit this week and just progressed. I needed to make sure that I was far enough into the game so that our our viewpoints are valid. Apparently, <laughs> we we had some um, and any 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 criticism you have towards like uh, you can give us positive reviews, you can give us negative reviews. The the reviews that we had this week were very funny. Um, they weren't overly edifying, unfortunately. They're not really like, hey, reviews. These are get just comments. No, no, for sure. But it's not like, hey, your 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 mic sound sucks. You guys gotta fix that, or oh, there's too many gaps in your something or whatever. Yeah, it was. It was one of them was you're really annoying, so I'm not listening to you anymore. Okay, sure, I'm gonna change who I am for you. I mean, you don't have to listen, but <laughs> what am, what am I gonna do about that? Right. And what was the other one? Oh yeah. Well, why do you guys have opinions? when you're not crushing the game all of this fed into this whole feeling this week and me rethinking with regards to the game which i am going to just quickly bring up a couple of it because we talked about this this week we don't want to be chatting about reddit much this episode and i actually realized today that i haven't been entirely fair with reddit in the sense of like you know we kind of just shit on them and say like it's ridiculous which it is true but there's a large part of reddit that is valuable there's people in there who actually give good feedback or have sure. they're trying really hard to make it legit or, yep and i don't have a problem with somebody being critical of something as long as you're just not being an asshole about it it's one thing to be critical and say like here's why i'm having an issue with it versus just being disparaging and nasty to somebody and we did the benefit i think i i mean i can only speak for myself i am quite strong-headed so somebody saying something doesn't bother me enough to change anything for me 
but I was reading them this week and I was laughing to myself going like with the, the, the comment was based off of two weeks, not even, I don't think it was two weeks into the league that we weren't that, that in, I mean, in my case, I was into maps, but that one of us wasn't already deep into maps and we're talking like one to two weeks into the league. That's that to me is a dick comment because people play yeah. at totally different paces. And just because you don't play the hell out of the league for the first week and just like no life at tons of hours, which is awesome for people that have the ability to do so. That doesn't make an opinion less valuable. Like, That's valuable. Right. It's so stupid. Think of some of the greatest. Now I'm, I'm, I'm a sports fan. And so if there's any sports fans out there, think of some of the greatest coaches that have ever existed in a sport. They're not amazing at the sport, but they know the game really well. Now that might not even be me either or you, right? Like, so you look at players like Scotty Bowman, one of the best NHL coaches that have ever played. He's not in the Hall of Fame because he was astonishing on the ice. He was just one of the best coaches and managers that ever existed. Like, it's you, you can know a game and not be great at the game, but it's also okay to completely suck at a game you like and still talk about it. Sure. So I don't care if I'm good at the game or bad at the game. Obviously, I want to be good at the game that I love. If let's say I put 3000 hours into Dark Souls and I can barely beat New Game Plus. Okay. Someone comes up to me and is like, hey, Ty, do you like Dark Souls? I don't, I don't know if I can answer that question until I'm better. You know what I mean? Like, so it's, yeah. So, I mean, we, a lot of our listeners are regular listeners and they listen every week. So, but if you're a new listener, this is basically a continuation. Like Justin's my podcast. It's just a continuation of us. We used to go to Pita Pit every week, have a bite, and talk about how excited we are about all the stuff that happened this week in PoE because that night after our Pita Pit date, we would go home and play Mm -hmm. PoE together. And that's basically all this is. It's just two buds talking. Which I I saw a hilarious comment that said, maybe you should just change the title to Conversation with Two Guys. Because we don't talk about <laughs> Path of Exile until like 15 minutes, <laughs> which made me laugh. The one listen, thing I realized though this week with like. regards to Reddit is I think, I mean, we have thousands that listen each week. I would say 90, high 90 percentage of them are the similar to us with regards to our thoughts towards Reddit, towards negativity, towards just being that type of person. That this means not much because I don't think many people are in that category. Sure. Of of people, we, you know, like I said, our Discord is super positive. We've I've had people say that they came to our Discord instead of the POE Reddit because they've heard that it's positive, which is true. That, that you're not going to see somebody in there being just a dickhead to people. Well, yeah, and if they are, we're excited to ban you. We don't have a problem removing. Somebody. You can be but negative, anyway, not a dickhead. I had just this weird thing this week where, with all the stuff that happened with Bay Class and all the which we we're going to talk a lot about, but I realized that I was shifting a little bit into not so much playing the game for fun but playing the game so that we had something to talk about or i'm i'm watching an episode of bay class because that's what we need to talk about i wasn't doing things because i actually was enjoying them i was realizing like i'm i'm feeling a little bit stuck in the game and so i also this week after i realized like okay i need to take a step back a bit and stop you know it's one thing i've always told my kids and i've preached that my my oldest would tell you all the time that I, you can't give somebody else power over what you're going to do. Like you should be empathetic and listen to people, but never, ever give that person the power to control how you're going to react and what you're going to do. And I was like, I'm going to just switch up 
Path of Exile. I started a new character, started playing through the axe again, wanted to try. I've talked about wanting to try different skills out, things that they've changed. So that's what I've been doing for like the latter part of this week, the last couple of days and dicking around right now with spectral shield throw because I wanted to do Captain America. Ah, yeah, good for you. I think Sojo will be happy to hear that. Oh, is he playing it? Uh, yeah, it's fun. I, I, I tried to look what was sort of like the common thing, but a lot of people play it with ice and cold and I didn't want to because I just, I, yeah, you ice just trap, I, I don't want to see more ice. So I'm probably going to play around bleed. Okay. So what'd you start with? Ascendancy class. You going oh, glad? gladiator. I'm going gladiator yeah. for bleed. Yep. So, and you know what? It was, it was really, I can't believe I'm saying this, but the first, I think I just finished the first seven acts. I finished the first, I'm going to just, I finished the first like seven acts in three hours, which that's pretty good. Wow. That is not a wow. normal time. Good for you. For me. But uh, it was fun. I actually was like, not a big deal. I'm just going to level something else up and I'm going to just have some fun doing it. And yeah. Well, don't good. let Chris Wilson hear you because you've been on the complete opposite end of this. And he I said still hate stuff maps. Not- <laughs> I, I still hate getting to maps. That doesn't change it. I would love to still have something else, but I at least accepted the fact that it is what it is. He was very clear that that's not changing. So suck well, it up, Justin. Skipping the campaign's not changing. He didn't yeah. like he was vague on if ands or buts, but he said you'll that's likely true. never see us skipping the campaign. That to me is is because what I want is make me play the campaign through, but then give me an alternative after for alternate characters. Uh, that wasn't the specific of the question. So who knows? Maybe if there is something. But me, I was like, I, I appreciate when at least Chris and GGG, even if I disagree with it, are like, meh, this is it. And so I can accept that because if that Sticking is to their guns. Is, Sticking yep. to their guns. Anyway, so, it was, I had a great week at least playing the game, having some fun, kind of resetting my thoughts on, on Path of Exile, Grinding Gear Games, Reddit. And again, good for you though. I, I don't want to talk about it this because we talked about not bringing it up because we are a little bit. Some of it has to be brought up, but I really had to kind of have the conversation with myself and be like, it's not a whole group of this thing, this Reddit thing that Grinding Gear Games is committed themselves to. The community's committed itself to. I don't know what the percentage is, but there are good people in there. Somebody got mad because we post our our episodes to Reddit. And they said, well, you guys, all you do is complain about Reddit. And we were like, well, we haven't actually talked about Reddit for like two or three episodes. But of course, we're going to post it on Reddit. I would say at least 60% of people who know who we are and have listened to the podcast probably found us through Reddit. That's just, I mean, besides Googling Path of Exile podcast, which... You will find us there, but Reddit, that's where the players go. At least the ones who, I don't know, is it want to stay in the know? I was thinking about this. We talked about this this week. I'm kind of jumping a little bit here, but uh, did you pay attention to Reddit prior much to, I mean, you did because you did the guides. Well, how about before I, you did I guides? I pay attention to Reddit casually, but consistently. And I do that because... It's it's important to stay in touch, but you're also not allowed posting. Hey, here's a like a self promo thing, like a podcast. You're not allowed to only post self promo stuff. So people that post art, for example, still have to have some kind of fluff posts elsewhere as well. So it's good to communicate. And it's good, especially because I like guides and filters and stuff. So it's nice that uh, like RF got killed with all these support changes and I love RF. And so no matter how killed RF got, I still have my RF guide. It's not going to change. 
Sure, it might be pretty weak on single target damage, so you just be honest with that. So when someone's saying, hey, RF, anybody have suggestions? I can be like, hey, this is my setup. Here are the pros and cons of it. You can take kind of that and tweak it. So, you know, like I try and involve myself, but through that process, you, of course, do get a little taste of what's going on. I, I don't remember. I mean, I'm probably wrong. I, I don't remember Chris doing very many interview things prior. If I go back quite a bit, I, I honestly don't know. He probably did. I have no clue if he did like a lot of interview things on things like Bay Class or where he was up in front of people live talking about stuff. But what I did realize this week is I don't think if I went back two years ago or three years ago when I was, you know, and, and at the time I played Path of Exile just for fun. I still play it for fun, but I also, one of the things I, I realized this week was if I can't, if I'm not playing it for fun, why am I playing it? I don't want to play it just to talk about it. That's stupid. I need to enjoy it. But I was thinking back going, if he did an interview two or three years ago, I'm not sure I would have cared. Oh. Because I'm not the person that would have, I, I know you probably would have, but I, what he says and what he does changes future leagues that's how it's going to affect the, the the next league or two or three leagues down the road or the game's direction it doesn't affect me playing the game right now it never did and i was always league by league if i hit one or two leagues where i was like man i'm just not feeling it i skipped i can't i would have to look back at a list of leagues but i know that there was almost a one-year period where i just didn't play path of exile there were other games i was playing totally so i it, it was, I just really enjoyed this week in the sense of finally getting to a point of being like, I'm going to play it for fun. We're still going to talk about it, but I don't want to feel like I have to do something for us to talk about it. And I want to watch him talk on interviews. Um, again, we're going to get into this in Bay class. I really like when Chris, Jonathan, all these guys go on these places and do interviews, except this. I don't like listening to someone feel like they're putting out a fire. It, I felt really. Yeah, I felt really bad for him because he is they, they do come on now, I guess, since the Tencent thing, I am I it's I think I've seen Rory live, maybe Mark once. But I think Jonathan, who used to do a lot of these things, I haven't seen him on in forever. Right. Um, but anyway, they, they have come on, whether it's been Bay class or something else, they've been on and they've been on live and I've, I've quite enjoyed it. But I think this is the most like it's always been in conjunction with good marketing timing like just before just after a league launch to explain some stuff and this is more it's not often damage control no this is i think this is the first time i've seen a very and i don't mean it in a negative word but it was almost like a desperate uh, uh, uh interview of desperation and i think it, it well here let's get into this week in poe quick there wasn't anything to talk about so let's just yep, say there wasn't no anything patches. to talk about Yes, there was. There was a console one, but there was no PC So no ones. patches, right? No patches. A couple concept arts. Microtransactions, just a quick thing. I actually really like the Myrmidon style, like the portal, the whole water It looks theme. cool. I do really like it, yeah. And then there was an announcement for Bay Class. Okay, so let's get into Bay Class. Yeah. All right, Bay Class. <laughs> I, and listen, I want to just say, I, I really appreciate that they do it. I'm like, huge kudos to Chris, and then also the whole Bay Class team for doing this, because it's not an easy thing. I would imagine Chris would probably rather do anything else than have to be in a, it's not a normal conversation where it's like, Hey guys, I want to come on the show and let's just talk about path of exile. It's a, you know, there's people losing their minds up again. Apparently like I just, I'm, I don't get it. I, 
the game to me is not in a fire. It's not at its end of time. I just don't totally get, I get that people were upset about something, but I just struggle to go like, yeah, this, this is what's required. And I, and I know I'm probably again, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people disagree with that, but I just didn't feel like this is the end of the world for Path right. of Exile. I totally understand from their point of view going, we, you know, maybe we need to do some damage control. And I'm again, big, Big kudos to Chris. He's going on a couple other. He's going to go be with Ziz. He's going on with Gazzy. I think that's awesome. I just don't like that it's under this undertone of like, please be happy with us or please oh, let totally. me explain. That's where I'm just like, eh. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll get to that in a sec. Just in case there's people that listen to us that aren't involved in Reddit or they don't care about YouTube. They don't listen to stuff. They just play POE and they listen to us. What happened awesome. this week was like, Bayclast is like the cornerstone of community side poe like bay class for the three people that don't know it's uh tarky cat on youtube put interviews with the whole bunch now it's pretty consistent the streamers that he has on but it's four or five streamers on a regular basis and a lot of the times they get the co-founders of the company or uh, ggg employees that know what they're talking about they all know what they're talking about um and and interview them and it's awesome a lot of the time it's just the the streamers themselves that are talking but maybe once uh i was gonna say season i've never even played seasons once a league yeah once well no once a league they'll get a ggg employee on there and they'll get to talk about a whole bunch of stuff and so that's that's normal and it's really awesome and i mean honestly if bay class didn't exist so many of our other podcasts and community creations when it's like a cornerstone for us and i a huge respect to all of them so this Chris being on Bay class isn't an odd or special unusual. thing. Well, I'm mm-hmm. sure it's always special, but it's not. Yeah, that's right. It's not uncommon. But this specific Bay class with Chris Wilson was very unique in the way that I, there seems to be an uproar in the community about the state of the game. Um, GGG feels it. And so Chris basically told the Bay class team, like, don't be shy. Don't hit soft. Ask every single question you want to, and don't worry about the feelings of GGG. Right. Not being a prick, but ask any question. If something sucks, tell us it sucks and why, and ask what's going on. You know what I mean? So it was supposed to be like, and it basically turned into a very professional and respectful, per se, inquisition of all the, the streamers like Tarky Cat and everyone else representing the community from as many angles as they could asking a lot of difficult questions to chris and he was prepared and the really unique thing about this interview despite that mentality was whatever the mentality is or whatever ggg is feeling chris was reading notes from future content that they would never let us know he was reading to us just discussions that they were having point form things from meetings like well we're considering this we're thinking about this and he was very open about whether these things were or weren't going to happen but he was reading us notes that are going to happen for 316 even 317 and a small amount of poe2 it was it was it was a pretty unique circumstance i that actually worried me a little bit with him reading that because these weren't like this is what's happening in 316 and 317 this is like these are conversations that we're having which is fine i just worry that i know what the community tends to do which is like hey remember when you said this might happen and it didn't happen well now and then they should. blow it up yeah, right yeah, yeah. uh i want to say with regards to the the interview too they it, it is really cool that grinding gear games kind of just said you guys no holds barred ask the questions you want 
And then, so there's Tarkicat, Octavian, Nurgian, Ziggy D, and Rise. A lot of them reached out and said, because this just goes, I mean, it was mostly Reddit, but people didn't feel like they were fairly represented in this group of five, which is nonsense. I had a chat with one of the guys doing the interview from Baycast the night before, and they were stressing about going into this interview because what if you don't ask the questions? What if you don't properly represent these people who feel like they should be represented? And my thing was, no matter what you ask, the, the answer is pertinent to anybody. It's an answer from the lead developer and head owner of the company. Whether I play so solo cell found, hardcore, softcore, trade, whatever it is, an answer from him is still pertinent to me, even if it's not specific to how I play the game. It's still a good, that's still knowledge for me that I didn't know before. So a lot of these guys reached out to their communities and different communities and said, like, what kind of questions do you want? And my only concern with that was then all of a sudden you made all these people feel like I should be heard as well. And I don't agree with that. I No, they, it was with good intention, though. It was with good it, intention. Of course it was. It's not against the guys asking that question. It's super nice of them. I think a lot of them did it out of the stress of going like, okay, this this particular interview has been built up now. People are mad. People want answers. We're the ones that are going to be interviewing him. And so there's that that fear of like, we need to actually make sure that the stuff asked is correct because it's not just a normal sit down with Chris where we're just going to chat about the game. But can you do that in a safe environment? No, you're nervous because you're nervous not. about the repercussions and the attacks that are going to come. Right, which I I was thinking about it today before we talked. I, you, I mean, we're both the same age, grew up kind of the same way. I'm way older. My opinion didn't mean shit growing up. It didn't. <laughs> no, it still doesn't. No, it still doesn't. But I feel like now, you know, I even look at my 19-year-old. You raise your kids a little bit differently. The things in society are thought of a little bit differently. And I want my kids to feel like your opinion does matter, but not more than the person beside you. That's that's where my struggle with this kind of stuff right. is. Is I, I like that they opened it up. They said, hey, give us some questions. I understand why they did that, because then you can get a little bit more of a feel for maybe how a larger group of people feel that's different than you. I just am really frustrated that people went so far past that afterwards to the point of threatening people and screaming yeah. and yelling. And it's like, guys, they talked to the lead developer. I didn't feel like any of them just gave him grace and said like, we love you, Chris, you're doing a great job. I thought they all asked great, tough questions. Yeah. That's, that should be good enough. It, they, they were tough questions, but it was done with respect and sure. professionalism. They disagreed. Like you could see passion in the questions, but you could see passion in the responses. Then there was... Even conversations where we're, now people were going to unfortunately expect you to. We're not going to paraphrase this whole thing here. You're going to have to watch it three and a half hours. Yeah. The podcast will still be relevant here because we're talking about kind of like the bigger picture of the conversation. But even even if the the questions didn't get an answer that they wanted, there was still. Yeah, but what about? Yeah, but what about? And there was there was no holding back, but there was still a great respect. Like they still understand Chris's position and there's always more to consider. And Chris totally understood the gamer's perception. Sure. Whether it was because you're making a living off the game or you play for fun, whatever the circumstances. And it was just so sad that like you point out and we do our best when we rant on Reddit to to remind ourselves and others that 
there's a lot of good people out there that are really doing their best to be kind and compassionate or at least be edifying, but in a considerate manner, right? But there are so many people from feedback, like Ray's put out that he had death threats and he was constantly barraged by stuff. Oh, for people, a game. Oh, I Ugh. know. But then Stupid. people knowing their comments would get banned sent direct messages to these people. Tarky put out a video saying how all the stuff beforehand, let alone afterwards, how much harassment and threats he got. And then so obviously there's three other broadcasters in there, right? That and it's just like there's so much immaturity with where people think they lie. Like just because your opinion is one seven billionth in the world, like, you know what I mean? It has such a small value doesn't mean it's not important, but it's going to have zero value if you're a prick. Like if there's six people giving me advice, they all give me the same advice, but three of them are pricks and three of them are compassionate with it. Well, guess who's going to get left out and guess who's going to be considered per se. How you present yourself always goes farther than the game. Always. Like, I think people need to realize you have a choice. You can either be a dick or not. That's completely up to you. And if you're not happy with Path of Exile, don't play it. Wait until something changes, but don't take it out on somebody else. That's ridiculous. And if you don't like the guys on Bay Class, don't watch Bay Class. If you don't like us, don't listen to us. It, it goes for everything else. Like, nobody forces you to play the game or listen and consume the content. So make a decision. If you feel like it's not for you, move on. You don't have to announce to everybody <laughs> that it's not for you <laughs> right. and why you don't like it and blah, blah, blah. Right. I think given the circumstance, these guys did an awesome job. I For sure. For sure. Because there's so many people in the community and obviously it's the negative ones that are loud where they they can't grasp the concept that being a prick or being kind is a completely separate choice to your opinion no matter what you want to talk about no matter the subject you can still do it kindly compassionately or with any notion of trying to be edifying but you're choosing these people are choosing to be pricks like like if you're trying to be alone in your heart you're on your way you with know so <laughs> with so so anyway I 100% agree with you. I'm really impressed with Chris because he was vulnerable as vulnerable gets. Yeah, and it was like three and a half hours long. And I'm really impressed with the other five streamers too because when Chris opened that interview by saying like, listen, I know you five are putting yourself on the line. Like I got it, but I, I didn't foresee the negative reaction post-interview that those five got. Yeah, I don't get how a grown 13-year-old or older, I don't know, nine-year-old, can get mad at those people for anything they did. No, I think they did a great job. It's ridiculous. People, people getting upset are absolutely stupid. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save Reddit, and Reddit's been great. Those individuals, though, just trash. You're absolute trash. I know you're not listening anyway, though, because you would have turned out <laughs> yeah, in the first know, 15 right? minutes of this episode. They've already listened to us and they're like, oh, I'm again, not <laughs> anyway, so listen, this was three and a half hours. It's really good. You should watch it. He's going to be on a couple more over the next few weeks. We're obviously not going to be able to cover everything that he spoke about because he went into detail about a lot of stuff. 
but there is some stuff that we both want to, you know, yeah. chat about. For sure. Why don't, why don't you lead that? Because normally I have all the details, but what actually struck me about this whole interview wasn't the specifics of the interview. It was the bigger picture of the interview, like how we got to this stage and what it means for the future. Like all like there was an absurd if see, I'm a spoiler freak. Ask any of my friends if I'm going to read a book or watch a movie. I don't even want you to breathe the title of the movie or book. I don't want to hear anything about it. if the main character has red hair. That's a spoiler for me. Don't talk to me. So I like. So did this bother you then? Because it bothered me a little bit. Well, so here's the thing I get when I'm excited for content. Like I trust GGG and their their marketing system. You know what I mean? Like they no matter how I feel about a previous league, we've talked about this tons. Their marketing process gets me freaking hyped. I get so excited about the new content every single time. So when I get snippets as to what's coming. It's the whole reason I listen to a three and a half hour Bay class is because I'm like, I want to hear that one little thing, like that one thing that we learned in 314 about controller support eventually coming to PC, <laughs> you know, like, but that's there. Maybe it's 10 years away, but it's there. You know what I mean? So I like this stuff. This was, this was unique. Um, I'm sure the company will have its, I don't know, uh, to me right now, in terms of spoilers, I don't care. I feel bad for Chris so much because they obviously felt so desperate that they needed to do this, that I'm fine if a league, if a league, the next two leagues marketing campaigns are kind of shot, I'm still going to play. I'm still going to enjoy the new core content they put out. So yep. I, I wasn't too concerned about it. I just didn't like hearing about it because the reason I'm hearing about it is because of damage control. It's not, as yeah. I'm not hearing about it because of excitement to share it. In fact, it was almost the opposite of like, I kind of have to. That's why I'm going to share some of the stuff. And that is not my favorite way to hear about it. And so that kind of bothered me a little bit, but I understand what, where they're coming from and why they would do it. I, I, it makes me nervous though, because like I said, he talked about a lot of stuff and, and he was very clear that this is not, this is not what is going to be in 316, 317. This is stuff we're talking about. This is the, this is how it works for us when we build a league and this is how extreme we do think like we're not set in our ways per se about something things there's so much we're willing to consider but when people quote him they'll yeah. take out that first part <laughs> yeah that's it's what like, makes me nervous right it's like the simpsons newscast like reorganizing sentences just to make it sound like they are the murder victim yep so <laughs> or the murder whatever yeah, yeah yeah that's what made me a little bit nervous was the idea that you know, people are going to take this maybe out of context. And I assume they are very aware of that. And they're just going to, it's going to be something they're going to have to deal with. And I like that they went into detail about a lot of the stuff. My problem was I, I liked hearing about it, but I don't care. I, not in the sense that it's going to make me not play the game. The mana changes, they obviously pulled back on that real quick right off the bat. And he kind of explained that it was just too heavy handed. And, uh, okay, that's, that's cool. It didn't, it didn't, it wasn't something that was having a huge effect on me. Somebody got really mad when I made that comment because I was saying that and I wasn't, I was in maps when I made that comment. I, I like you, you, people were getting mad as if like, well, you haven't even played. Yes, I have. And my only argument was, I was just curious to see what the options were. What are some ways to make it work? I understand where they made that change. And then I was a little surprised that they're, I'm not surprised in a negative way, but that they're so yeah, we didn't hit the mark with flasks. 
Like he was very on it about it didn't work and we have to fix it. The thing that boggled me about some of so there's pros and cons with GGG's communication style, and I don't want it to change. I love how vulnerable and open they are with the community, and I really hope that they're capable of continuing that path and just basically ignoring or able to filter out the unreasonable criticisms that they receive. Because when you get like the Bible has has a has a proverb that says even a fool can feign wisdom with silence. So when you have a company, a video game company that doesn't really reach out, but every now and then they have that very stereotypical, you know, patch notes blurb that says, hey, appreciate your feedback. Uh, we hear you. We listen to you. Here's some of the changes coming. And they do that once a year, once every six months, whatever it is. The company never communicates. It gives you the impression that they know what they're doing, they've heard it all, they mold it over, and that they've spent this entire time, right? Like it gives you the impression when you're not hearing the inner workings of the company that they know what they're doing. Maybe they're playing golf 98% of their working hours and we don't know. Whereas with GGG, you have the kind of opposite where, and it's not, it's not negative, it's not positive, it just has its own pros and cons where when you're constantly communicating, people see through a lot more than a normal company would normally provide you. And so it opens the door for a lot more criticism. And so one of the frustrating things for me with this was hearing how untested the men and flash changes were. It was basically done on numbers and then applied. And that and heavily that, applied. But that was that was really discouraging to me because I've always to me, Heist's apology that they had was discouraging because it shouldn't have needed to happen. What the company per se learned from the heist apology was that was something that a company should always do. Quality always needs to come first, always. And so, but now that was what three thirteen, maybe three twelve heist. I don't sure, know. something like that. Yeah, uh, two point six. Great. And so, anyway, but so you, but you're going through the process and the process, and then so it was just kind of discouraging to hear that after putting like you know, kind of having your butt slapped and being like, yeah, you know, you're right. Sorry, we've forgot. Quality's really got to be high up there that you go through. And now it's like, okay, now they're learning that process. They're learning to apply it. It's getting figured out. And then now it's like, what did you learn? Like, how do you, how do you throw something out there when you've like already said you're, you're really trying to put quality first and this, but now you're just throwing stuff out without it actually having like this i don't know and and maybe it was just like how they worded it maybe it was incorrect how they worded it but at, when i heard it it was kind of discouraging to say that it was just thrown out like sure well thought out maybe in terms of numbers as far as they thought pre-launch but the lack of testing for it i was really surprised to hear the admission on it one of the things we talked about in oof, i don't know it might have been right before the league came out when we heard about the flash changes and we were talking about it and i remember I think I said it, but I definitely was thinking it, that there was no chance they got it right in the first league. The The, the Flask system was not going to just get nailed the first time they put it out. Yeah. It was a little surprising to hear them admit just how far they were kind of off on the Flasks. I'm curious to see if the, the changes that they have talked about. Who knows when those will actually come out? They seem decent. They seem good. I, I love the idea of some option to just always have your Flasks active like what okay bring me that one please yeah no kidding i don't know where that would fall but to me the game 
wasn't ready for the changes. We talked about this in one of the previous episodes. Like, sure, okay, you're making the enemies harder. You're making us weaker in terms of damage. Um, It sucks a little bit more now because I still can't see what I'm doing. The flasks to me was a nerf. Sure, sure. So it's just one of those things where the game's not wasn't really ready for the changes they had but they they kind of admitted that and they came out with a lot of like they were asked about visibility they were asked about like having no idea why you died having monsters like all of a sudden getting crit but how would you know that's a crit coming you know that was actually a great point rise brought that up and it was one of the things him and octavian i think kind of went in on chris about this and it was a great point because it is true you actually I would appreciate if I got crit and it was a telegraphed move. You knew how to avoid it or how if you got crit, it could be your own fault. Not just like, hey, surprise. Yeah, this rolled well. That was actually a really great point. I hadn't really thought of it that way where one thing I noticed with Expedition is some of those harder mobs, they have very telegraphed attacks. Mm -hmm. The worst part about it, though, is sometimes it's on the ground telegraphed, so it's not the easiest thing to see but yeah it it is true i think crits there was i I really like that point they brought up about crits but even like i'm I'm playing around and maven has this it almost looks like some sort of astral or celestial on the ground that really degens your life a lot right and i'm like doing a crazy life regen character with my righteous fire character and nope it's like dropping 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 a metamorph you have no idea what the heck that thing's doing it just keeps it's this blob that sometimes you see and you have no idea what those movements even mean or what they're doing so there's a lot in the game where you have and those are just two out of a thousand examples but there's a lot that you can't see what's happening and so when you're making changes to a game maybe and i don't know if it's the right thing maybe it's okay to throw in all these changes but not blindly right like i don't think blind changes are ever a good idea but who knows if our change is coming to 316 well 316 is going to be a whole new world kind of like the league after heist would be a whole new world too so whatever the changes are once things calm down 317 18 19 i'm curious to see if there's going to be a, a pattern or a consistency like hey one change what did you think of the choice where he they asked him do you think it was a good idea to put all of these nerfs into one thing and just be like there it is versus rolling it over the next three because his response to that was i'm actually kind of glad that we localized this to just one hit where we did it at once and we're not dealing with having to have this conversation over the next three leagues uh you, you have a good question uh i like his answer his answer makes sense but you can't there's don't add anything you haven't tested ever so i like the idea and it's just it, we talked about it when they had the post-launch changes to mana. Okay, well, you ruined my start. And that's not a big deal if you play every day, but I don't. So that's a whole week of gameplay for me that's gone because my first three nights of the game, which like as a family guy, that's all I get. I'm not going to get to touch it for another six days. So why did I play for? And now that I find out that it wasn't even like tested content, I'm like, oh, you got to be kidding me. And like, I really like the whole instilling orb thing. That's great. They talked about that, but from an accessibility point, and I'm like, okay, well, like I've heard about them. I've seen some instilling orbs. I'm seeing kindling orbs, but I can't apply it to my character right now. What what are we at? We're at August 13 now. I still haven't been able to do anything with my flasks because I don't have enough. 
maybe if it was tested a lot more, maybe the crafts would have existed before in our crafting bench before league launch. So I love the idea. I love the mentality, but it doesn't really apply to me. Now, one thing that I kind of wanted to point out, though, because I, I really don't want to rag on them. Like, I think Chris did an amazing job. But one thing that I think is kind of getting, maybe it's not overlooked because I don't really pay attention to the community too much, but nothing's different. In what sense? The game. Like, sure, maybe this was good for damage control in terms of people and numbers or whatever it is, or maybe setting expectations for 316. Maybe this is damage control for 316, not for 315. But my gameplay doesn't change. Nothing's different. You know what I mean? Like, sure, the 315 changes came, but post-interview, pre-interview, like, I still can't see what's happening. I'm still playing for fun, but I'm totally apathetic. When I die, and I have no idea why I died, that's, like... It's been like that for years. It's not going to change for 316. Like, I'm still going into the game with the same mentality. I'm still dying from stuff I can't see. I'm still having to deal with how I roll my maps the same way. I'm still leveling the same way. Still theory crafting the same way. So, sure, some details might be changing, and they might be big details, but the game's not different. The overall scope of the experience is the exact same. As in depth, and emotional as this interview was, the, the game itself isn't any different for me. One of the things somebody brought up that made me actually think of you was the idea of being unable to try and build a tough character where you want to build a defensive heavy character, but why? That the game almost punishes you because of the content and needing to be able to either, you know, do enough damage or do it fast enough. Timed stuff came up as well. Yeah, they really they really spoke for me. <laughs> there was so much content that applied to me. I, and I, I, I don't know that the answers were necessarily it was kind of like, you know, it is something we need to look into, which would be great. It would be really nice to see the ability to play more defensively. It's actually one thing I've even this league, I've been like, God, I need to figure something out differently because I don't want to just go full damage and just that total soft core mentality of like, all right, well, I died. Let's go back in glass cannon. Yeah, it it is hard because they brought up the timed events and they brought up stuff. And sure, he's not going to have answers now because that requires mechanic overhauls. That requires changing values on the passive tree. That requires having internal it rules. It can't be the first time that they things. heard of it, though. No, you know what it's I mean. Not, but look at how. Okay, so it takes them a long time to fix stuff. I think so. Here, I'll, I'll finish talking about this specific point, but then I'll kind of get to what I think the real heart of the issue is in all of this but i forget what we were talking about do you remember defensive changes oh right we brought it up so much because i'm such a slower player and i prefer defense even when i play madden i'm defense over offense all the time and the content they have just doesn't allow for it and this patch 315 the core changes to their intentions and it falls 100 down to the uh support nerfs and then the increases that they did to enemies is you can't play defensively. You need epic gear to do mediocre content if you're going with the defensive build. And sure, knowledgeable players can do that, but you don't have a free-to-play game to only adhere to knowledgeable players. Like when you have a free-to-play game, you can't rely on somebody failing for a thousand hours to finally learn the game. There needs to be that bridge of minor success to be like, okay, I know I have tons to improve upon. 
but I've been successful with this, this. And sure, it doesn't mean you're crushing an A9 Cyrus. What I mean is you got to maps and you understand your character. What I mean is you're doing white maps and you can figure it out. That doesn't mean you're doing them in two minutes. Like that's not the argument I'm trying to make. But when you have a free-to-play game, you need to be able to come up with a build idea and know why it's failing or how to improve it. And the game's not there yet. And I think one of the reasons, I think the core of the issue is like, it really sucks because we're, we're always on GGG's side for the most part. Like, yeah, sure, we have our disagreements, but we, we always give them the benefit of doubt that we're not part of their meetings. They know what they're doing, but it kind of came onto them on their own, right? Them not being able to catch up with all this stuff and like all the stuff that's being brought up like the the 315 changes were such a minor part of this massive inquisition. It really was. So much of the content that was discussed wasn't 315 specific. It was just an accumulation of all the stuff that's always existed, always isn't the right word of course, but that's been around for so long that either has been touched on and has just reverted back inadvertently to its old ways or just stuff that's never been touched. And to me it comes down to GGG not being able to handle their own schedule, not being comfortable with the time frame they give themselves to put out a product that they're comfortable with. And as a result, you have stuff that's been on the back burner for so long that now they have no idea. They, they have to come up with new content, but there's so much stuff that needs to get touched. Obviously, that's why PoE 2 is even coming into existence. But I guess PoE 1's existed for too long that now you have this barn that's burning and people are just fed up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like for, and you're going to roll your eyes a little bit, but I think the, pri- the perfect example of this is the default filter. The default filter, <laughs> there's the eye roll, but you have a game that's free to play, which means you want as many people as possible to play it. You have co-founders that preach item weight. So they want you to be invested into the gear, into the drops. They want you to be excited about what you're picking up. But the main method of getting to the player is the filter and have try playing with the default filter it's awful try doing a delve with a default filter try doing league content with a default filter how has that been neglected since the dawn of time when you actually care about item weight that makes zero sense when you sit down as a user to play a game and you're supposed to care about what the game gives you So for that to be one of like, that's an example of something that's been overlooked as a result of, in my naive opinion, because I've never been there. That's an example of something that's been overlooked for so long because they're just all desperately trying to cap up, catch up with a schedule that they haven't been able to figure out yet. I feel like there's some things like that. And you kind of look at it with the wiki too, where they've just accepted that there are third party applications that can handle that for them. I'm not giving an excuse, but I'm saying... They go, we could put time and energy into this, but there is an option that exists out there for our player base that most are using. To me, that only comes from your inability to get there in the first place, though. Sure. Well, that was trade forever. Right. And when you have a free-to-play game, that doesn't make sense. You're not giving people avenues to get there. There's nothing in the game that tells you where to go. Yeah, yeah. Like a link underneath filter. Nothing. To, nothing. Yeah. It's just mm-hmm. here. Here. So, you know, it's that's just kind of one of the examples. And I think that's kind of where the core of the issue is. And so now you have all these people, whether they're mature about their feedback or not, that 
are just kind of fed up. You know, it's like the straw or the pin, whatever the term is, that broke the camel's back. And then you have them who are really trying to, like, they know these issues exist. That's why PoE2 is coming out. But then COVID hits and then there's like all this. So now like they're in this crazy awkward ground of the answers are coming. But goodness me, it's going to be a long road until we get there. And you know what it's been for me? Like we got here with Heist, right? When all these kind of, when this, this is very similar to Heist, despite the fact that the specific issues might be different. And to me, it's kind of like, I'm still liking the game. I'm still passionate about the game, but I'm really apathetic about the game. I'm going in and I'm like, okay, great. Cyrus sucks. Been there for a while. Don't care if I beat him or not. Okay, moving on. Oh, okay. Wow, I died to that. I have I didn't even know where I was. Uh, okay. Oh, shoot. I used up my six portals again. Well, that's nothing new. Moving on. Sure wish I knew what was going on. But I still like the game. I still like the theory crafting. I still like seeing the progress. So, you know, it's just we're at the kind of state where someone like me, a very passionate player, loves the game, but is pretty apathetic to, to it. Just slowly waiting for PoE2. I'm going to imagine you didn't care at all, but what did you think of hard mode or whatever he, he called it? Masochism. Yeah, I, I think it's neat. I, I was surprised how often it was brought up because it was too much. Well, <laughs> a little bit I, too I'm much. I'm sure it has a big impact on their thought process, but I don't care. Like, I might try it. Maybe a private leak can be put in it. I don't know. Like, I like the concept of items mattering. Mm -hmm. I like the concept of being able to use a crappy item because it's still probably worth considering sure so i love i mean that's what looting is i've never played outside of path of exile and maybe when i played diablo 3 before poe i've never played a game that was designed to run past a thousand items so i like that concept of playing the same game and every item mattering Right now, all my filters are designed 99% around rares. So it'd be neat to play a game where, sure, normals shouldn't exist, but magic items actually have value. And to have a rare item with six mods, woo! It'd be hard to go from the normal version to that. The only thing that confused me a little bit with them bring, him bringing it up so much was he, it was almost as if he was talking about it as if that was going to be some sort of answer to potential nerfs later that at first i thought are you bringing this up because this is where you might test it and try it in this mode but it was it very quickly veered away from that so then i was trying to figure out if it was just i feel like it was just his excitement about this new mode more so than he, having any sort of impact on nerfs that have happened future things that might happen it didn't seem like this was going to be the testing ground for changes this was just going to be a new mode I didn't see how it affected the normal game. Uh, from our perspective, no, of course. But he talked about its value in terms of just the types of concepts that it reminds them to consider or things that they haven't considered because of however thought process works with humans. Now that they have another mode that they're throwing ideas back and forth on, it lets them, you know, consider the value of those concepts in you know their core game as well so he did ex express his their value there but yeah from a gamer perspective eh, sure a mode maybe one day i disagreed a little bit but i at least appreciated like i mentioned before that he kind of just says his thing and you know he's fine to stick with it but the non-ability to vacuum stuff up that you know the potential changes that will be coming to that making the things where it's going to group into one is what he's saying now he said it should never group more than two, 
we're already seeing that that's not true but i still i still struggle with that one with regards to expedition specifically that there's a chest right here all of it's on the ground i have to click it in one spot and put it in the other spot it's just i don't agree with it i just it drives me crazy it'll be interesting to see if indeed they change it to just one indeed but if you change it to just one couldn't you go one step further and just put it in that box like i don't know i'm i'm kind of i just I, I i like the idea of weight when it comes to gear i don't like the idea of weight when it comes to splinters it doesn't make sense to me i don't mind picking up an alchemy I don't mind picking up a chaos. I don't mind picking up that currency that you're not getting a ton of and that you're excited to get. Splinters, I'm not excited to get. I, even though I love Expedition and I do like doing the stuff that you can do with an Expedition, I'm not excited to pick them up. I'm just excited to use them. Uh, so. I, th I think one thing that's kind of overlooked a lot is the the the, the perspective it sounds weird to say considering the conversation they just had and remember like he was really open about all this there was i think there was one thing he was a stickler about and that was scrolls of wisdom everything else he was like i get it i get it we'll see what we can do like there's certain things that it just doesn't work well with but we'll try and figure out a way we we like he was very receptive to a lot of feedback the only one where it was almost like and very kindly but just like a it's not gonna happen is scrolls of wisdom scrolls of wisdoms are staying that's the thing that he just wants and that's that's the impression that i got and okay fine which can i just interject he's right if you fix the loot problem sure you, you know what i mean like uh, i can accept identifying an item if you fix the facts that i'm not seeing 30 rares drop on the ground so yeah. so and like one of those things was so they're thinking about changing loot to group and stack so it's the same drop ratio but they're dropping in piles less often as opposed to singles more often so you're still getting the same amount over time but the impression that i got and I, I, I the impression that i got was like with breaches was the example some breaches you'll get a stack of 15 splinters some you won't get any and i just want like nah, nah. like i know that was just a mild example but i just hope that they understand that nothing isn't good mm -hmm. you know what i mean like i don't care if eventually i'm going to have a hundred in a stack i don't want to do a breach and get zero i don't want to do this and see zero reward for it you know what i mean like i play the content i kill a boss because i'm excited for the boss chest in most games you know what i mean like i don't want that boss chest to be like oh there's literally nothing like show me items I can't that aren't good for me. I get like, but zero. No, 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 no. Well, you, that they, there was a conversation about that, too, with regards to Expedition, where he said when they tested it, it originally they were grouping them in bigger groups. But you might open some chests and it would drop nothing. And then you'd open another chest and get a bunch. And then the testing guys were like, well, but we opened a chest and got nothing. And it was like, well, would you rather open a chest and get nothing and then maybe eventually open a chest and get a lot? And Ziggy made a great comment of being like, maybe that chest just shouldn't be there. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't sure. want to click on something that gets nothing. Empty chests shouldn't exist. So just do your math different or make the make how things show up come from different locations. Like to us as a gamer, we just care that it's fun. And a lot of the times we don't know what makes it fun or what irritates us. But if there's a lot that irritates us, no matter how much we love the game, we're probably going to talk about the stuff that irritates us. And the looting experience is is one of those. Like, it, I don't 
as a gamer, I don't care how you get there. Just get there. Like to me, if I'm playing a game and there's 15 scrolls of wisdom on the ground, I don't care what the people that work there have to do to make that stack into 15. I just, I just like, to me, I'm like, oh, that's really, eh, eh, eh. Whereas if you and I are playing together, it doesn't matter to me what happens on the back end for you to get eight of those and me to get seven of them. But it would be like, imagine how much more fun the experience would be. Like there's, there's a lot of items in the, in the game that don't have equivalent item weight. To me, gear is the heaviest and it should always be the heaviest, even compared to an exalt or a mirror, because the whole purpose of those currency drops is to make your gear better. And the excitement is, whoa, I got a tier two max life with 20% movement speed and three 30% resist. That's amazing. You know, but you see that open prefix and you're like, oh, let's do it. You know what I mean? But it's the gear that makes the currency exciting. And so for me to just be able to scoop up the less amount of time I have to take sweeping and dusting, which essentially is what I would consider picking up the currency, like alts, Mm -hmm. you need 10,000 of them. I don't want to pick them up one at a time, the better. So hopefully the community and and GGG can eventually get on the same page because looting is very tedious. It's why we play, but it is tedious. And, And the fix to it isn't how loot is displayed from the gear perspective. It's the mentality of how like, it's the concept of how currency is picked up. That's the tedious part for me. You know what I mean? I like that he talked about the fact that there is plans to move away from loot chests and moving stuff into the monster pool. I would love to see way more of that where I don't remember specifically who it was. It might have been Octavian. I can't remember, but it was saying like you're you're just paying attention to the minimap and what is the icon above the head. That's not fun. I, I, I love the idea that they may shift back into saying this group of mobs might drop anything, which technically it is there right now, but that's not, it's not really, if you're trying to get something, you're focused on chest, like heist is a perfect example of that. A blight, another one. So I don't mind those examples, but the, it does run deeper. It does run deeper into the game. Right. Yeah, it ends up affecting everything. And so I I'm I would be really excited to see them sort of push more into you don't know what this group of mobs is going to kill. And then one other thing that I like that he brought up, I know some people disagree with it, that they don't like that you can clear a screen that's off your screen. That's what they're trying to slow down. They don't want you to be able to kill an entire pack of mobs that's off your screen before you get to it. And but who I got hurt? Like- who got hurt? This guy right here, Mr. Slowpoke. <laughs> now I can't kill the monster in front of me. <laughs> but I don't think that's what they want, though. No, I think their direction on that one would be great. And I've played builds that have been screen clearing, but it isn't as fun because you're finishing a map in 60 seconds. And just from personal experience, that gets boring really quick. You know, we've been talking about a lot of the stuff that you know, maybe we're controversial or we weren't sure about or things that we maybe were nervous about or currently don't like, but I thought the interview was awesome. And I really hope that the community reaction isn't going to dissuade future GGG stuff. Like, I really loved that Chris said, you know what, I, I, it'd be cool to even have this as a weekly thing. 
you know, like where he just shows up and he talks about the game. How great would that be? And I hope people also recognize that I, I was thinking this while I watched the Bay Class because I watched part of it live. I hope people also realize that there's not a single other game that I've ever seen out there where a developer does something like this. Your co-founder. This is the guy that meets with Tencent. This is the guy that has to deal with like the crazy important business decisions. This guy has to deal with everything, management, HR issues, like everything. And he's taking three and a half hours out of his day. And that's just for one of them. He's doing two more already scheduled. I just hope people realize like that's not normal. That's not normal. It's awesome that they do that. I appreciate the fact that they listen to it. I feel awful that they feel like all of us when it comes to whether or not they want to peruse Reddit. Oh. And, you know, like that that's not a safe spot. Yeah. He was tell saying like he encourages employees not to look at Reddit because it's not healthy, not because of negative feedback, but because of outrageously pointlessly negative comments. And it's like, OK, yeah, read this post. It's good. But it's don't go three comment. comments down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And just it's too bad. It would be really sad because they obviously just like we do. We there's a value to the numbers in Reddit. Right. The amount of people that frequent Reddit and look and, and a lot of Reddit is silent. Like how many people are on Reddit that never type? They just listen and look. Wouldn't that be sad if we pushed GGG? I mean, it would be smart, I guess, maybe from their side. It would require a lot more man hours. But if you just had to go to their website to get feedback from them. And the benefit with Reddit is you can just have everything here. And the problem with forums and why they've kind of fallen off is because they're so they're so separated. You know, like, oh, you're going to talk about something. You go to this specific forum or the, it, whereas for Path of Exile, it's like, here's a dumping ground. And then we're going to rank it based on how popular has it been? Do most people agree or disagree with it? And Google Not loves that that's Reddit. The best. Yep. When you search for something, Reddit is it's always Reddit, Reddit, Reddit. It's easy. It's just that there is unfortunately some people that are just a little too loud that need a break. They need a break. It's hard. It's I a really game, guys. You're playing a game. It is. It is. I really thought that the interview went really well, especially given the stress that I know some of them were under leading up to it. I am super impressed with all five guys. And then Chris, I mean, that I think that's awesome. What a cool thing to do and take some time out of your day to just literally get bombarded and to, to already be signing up to do it twice more. Yeah. And the stuff that he talked about, the changes that were coming, the things they're willing to consider so cool, like changing the Atlas to four regions instead of eight. Yeah. And less stones. Yeah. 16 stones instead of 32. You're frequenting Cyrus more often. You're seeing the like, great, like so many cool changes they talked about coming. And I felt so bad that he felt the need per se or that maybe that it would be valuable to screw over the how a company works and why you keep that information quiet well the excitement just, that would have been there right to on. throw mm -hmm. that to the wind just for the current state like how what do we not know that they do that that made sense to him like not as a criticism i feel like they just did had to Maybe. They obviously felt like they had to. And I hope it never comes to that again, because I didn't like it. I when know. he started talking about those changes, I was like, man, this would have been so much more fun to see in a live event, yeah. to see the change pop up on the screen. Uh, th that to me is way more exciting. And and it kind of, again, this is probably just more on my mentality and your mentality. It doesn't, He, I would have believed him if he said, look, we have some really cool things coming for the Atlas and we don't want you to have to be going to get 32 watchstones. Yeah. I, I would have been like, okay, cool. 
I'm still going to play your game tonight when I get some free time. So I, it was a little frustrating to hear some of that stuff, but I do understand where they're coming from, where they're trying to put fires out and calm people down. I hope it worked. I can't tell. I hope, <laughs> I I hope most know. of the stuff he said comes out. <laughs> yeah, right. Like one thing, though, that um, infuriated me, it wasn't meant to, it wasn't a comment, it wasn't a stickler comment, but just the, well, I guess we could maybe attitude about, oh, it just, it just like, so there was a comment. Oh, it may be that we need an in-game wiki or encyclopedia. <laughs> <laughs> it's debatable. It's debatable. May? May? Yes, you do. You need, to, like, if you have specters, people need to know th what enemies, are, what enemy stats are. If you have specters, people need to know. Uh, people need to know SRS has fire conversion. People need to know, like, on the, that our anime guardian kills items. People need to know what that icon was that flashed on their screen for a moment. How do it's they debatable. know even how to get that that icon back? Was it a flask? Was it a buff? Did an enemy do that to me? At least they could scroll through a list of pictures that would be like, oh, I think it was that one. It was this one or this one. Okay, so it was either chill or. Or that, oh, okay, maybe then it was probably this one because in my circumstance, like, yes, you need an in-game encyclopedia. Sorry, that might have been... That maybe. I might have peaked. I might have <laughs> gone crackly there. My apologies, editor. You're getting angry? Ah, oh, just when you throw in May to something that is a most definite yes, obviously my opinion, subjective. Uh, yeah, it's like, okay. Okay, okay, okay. Let's let's cancel 316. Let's fix your default filter and get an in-game encyclopedia. And I think everybody comes back. I don't remember who brought it up, but I think somebody asked about them taking over the wiki or like or, or it being a, a GGG driven wiki, which right, that like I could sometimes understand. employees just invade the wiki and update. Or you just create your own. I, I could see that. If it was a GGG driven wiki, I'm I'm fine if it's not in the game. It but if is I is on their website. When you go to their website, it says our official wiki, and it's an official link to this wiki that we use. Oh, really? Hmm. It, yeah. So it is literally posted on their website where yeah, the responsibility lies. No, but you're definitely encouraging it. Well, yeah, I'm, yeah, of course you are. But I'm, that's what I'm saying. If it was something that was specifically run only by them and the information wasn't in game because maybe there's no great way to fit it into the UI to make it actually make sense, I could handle that sure but i'm also Someone fine with the current wiki doesn't bother who, me no <laughs> it's it's not accurate and that's not a criticism to anybody that volunteers or manages the wiki site not a criticism this game is insane and the con like as a community creator i only have two guides this league and it's still a lot of work the amount of changes each league that content creators have to consider is insane i could not imagine having the stress of working on a wiki that's obviously it has to be perfect you can't have wrong information on a wiki or it's pointless and not trustworthy and people don't come back like, yeah, i couldn't back. imagine that <laughs> well how do you know back. like oh well it's not it's i don't know i don't know like is it is Isn't this right is this for? you like edit it you like suggest things well it's a few leagues behind was the point of the comments in the interview and so that was the encouragement like is there somebody over there that could just go through and do it anyway overall i was really impressed with it i think the interview is great i'm sure the rest of the ones he's doing are going to be 
good as well. I, I assume people will come up with more questions. I, I, I just hope people leave alone the people who are asking the questions and understand that they're, they're trying to be helpful. If honestly, this probably would have been a much shorter conversation if there wasn't so much hate with in the background that we were aware of. It it really was like this. We probably would have talked about the interview, talked about the stuff that Chris said that we were really excited about, and then talked about some of the stuff of that, you know, notes we wrote down from our POE week time this week. But that wasn't the case. And it kind of stemmed from a lot of the immaturity in Reddit, not the, the greatness of Reddit. So. Yeah. And I think, again, we talked about it at the very beginning. I think there's some good people in Reddit. I think in some cases, some of them have started to actually push back against the people who have been super negative. And I just would say, if you're super negative, just go find something else to play. Give yourself a break. You clearly need it. It's a video game. It's not life. You got other stuff going on. Get a dog and go for a walk. Take it. Oh, don't get a dog. That's awful. <laughs> <laughs> a walk, though. Go for a walk. Anyway, I just a big shout out to those five guys. I think you did awesome. And Chris, yeah. he did. He did amazing as well. Yeah. So. Thank you so much, everyone, for doing that. Yeah. All right. We're ready to wrap this up. I have to go to it's the bathroom. Lunch time. Yeah, it is. I got to <laughs> feed so my weird. kids before we do after dark. So, yeah. All right. Well, listen, everybody, thank you guys for joining us so much for episode 97 of Forever Exile, the Path of Exile podcast. I'm Justin AK Tags. I'm Tyler Record of Day. We will see our patrons and after dark and everybody else will see you in episode 98 if you're looking for more information you'll find it down below we got a website foreverxl.com we're on twitter foreverxl82 we got discord which you should be in if you're not there and all of our support and patreon stuff is down below peace <laughs>